we're, we're in. That's working. We're in. That's what she said. <laughs> Save that for the. This is just a test, or is it? <laughs> well, let's see. <laughs> Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. We're back with um, Depth Chart. Yeah, I, I had to pause a moment there just to remember what the name of our podcast was <laughs> since we haven't done one. So, oh, man, long. it's been. It's been quite a while, man. I, I think the last time we did it was uh, with uh, Dan Albert, right? I mean, right. It might be, it might be six more than six months or something. And it has to be. Yeah, yeah. It, it has to that. be. I mean, I think we're so busy with whatever it happened, you know. Right. Something happened uh, last year before, you know. Oh, and by the way, Happy New Year to everybody. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, 20, 2023. Hopefully we'll uh, do more than three podcasts. We only did three podcasts in 2022. <laughs> did we? Only three? Not many. I, I thought two, maybe two. Two or three, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just so so small, but man. Anyway, we're uh, in a new location today. We're in, um, well, we're still in Chiang Mai. We're in yeah. Faham. Yeah, we're in Faham. For the, for the locals. Yes. Uh, um I don't think we can reveal where it is because people would come. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but we we're, we're in Faham, oh, near yeah. near a lot of places. You never know; the owner yeah. of this place might might like that. Yeah, actually, well, I don't know. Depends. Maybe he likes the ladies to come. <laughs> <laughs> I think some some of insider would know where where we are. But yeah, I think we we're in a very nice uh, place, and I don't know. I think for for a bigger picture, we could have like a, a proper. A YouTube video, finally, I think. Well, we're on a sofa. <laughs> wow, uh, you're yeah. in your you're in your yoga pose. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. There's a dog barking out there. Hopefully, it doesn't get into the mic too much, well, except to add a little bit of uh, ambience, neighborhood, Chiang Mai neighborhood ambience. Yeah, yeah. Just a moment ago, there was this uh, bird. I think it's we call it mountain birds. Mountain no, bird. No cow. No cow. <laughs> You know, it's like a groo, groo. <laughs> I don't know why. It's, it's, a, it's a nice bird. Yeah, man. So, what what you been up to? What have I been up to? Um, I guess, in a in a way, not a lot. But uh, and, and a lot, it, if I actually counted up, it's probably a lot. But uh, um, well, as you know, I'm kind of I stepped back from a few things in this last right, year. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I was I was ill a bit as well, so I'm, uh, so I took some time off for that, mm. and uh, so mainly I've just been working. You know, I'm kind of a working man now. Mm. Uh, I don't well, know. I don't. I never know when you were ever not a working. No, man. Not a working man. No, I mean that's true. But it's, <laughs> I, I, uh, what's the pa- my work has got more of a traditional pattern to it. <laughs> Fortunately, it's not quite a nine to five, but it, you know, it's got that uh, schedule. I've got a schedule to keep. Mm. But, that way. but you do have like uh, still have time for for like music, you know? Yeah, um, right. And yeah, well, I mean, musically, I've just kind of been getting back into stuff, and uh, been, as you saw, like trying to take up flutes a bit more bamboo mm. flutes. I even learned how to, because um, Joey, who made the bamboo flutes I play, he, uh, you know, he makes those, but he left a bunch here that was sort of half finished. Oh, okay. And uh, he said I could kind of finish a couple, so I. F- you know, finished them, sanded them, huh. uh, he tuned one a little bit mm. and uh, finished them up. Wow. Them. So I'm learning. So now that's given me the inspiration actually to learn how to make a bansuri from start to finish. Bansuri. Yeah. Did I pronounce that right? That's, I think so. I'm, 
don't think I can pronounce it right, but it sounds very uh, sexual. Does it? <laughs> well, from the land of the Kama Sutra, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, right. Bansuri. <laughs> With that voice, you Is know. there a Bansuri pose in <laughs> yeah, there? <laughs> Bansuri pose. <laughs> because Bansuri is a flute, right? Right. So, what kind of pose would that be? Um, <laughs> which one of the gods? There's one of the like Indian gods that holds a, bam, a Bansuri. I really? Forget, I forget well, whether it's Krishna or. Uh, you, have, you, have, well, you have to tell me. Well, I. Don't know well enough. I probably, I don't I probably think, could I look don't it think up. Really? I don't know. I don't know anything mm. about that. I'm like zero, zero knowledge. Well, but, but that's good. I'll, I'll, I'll look that up. Uh, you've been learning more about Latin music lately. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, other things. I'm in a very uh, exciting project with uh, Titinos. Um, very interesting man. Uh, Rafael is the uh, the band leader in that band and. Rightly so. I mean, he's the reason I I really want to join the project because, you know, he's from um, originally from Venezuela, and yeah, mm. my God. Yeah, I've, I've only heard t- t- a couple of gigs, but um, it's so different from oh, any man. other Latin music, Latin based music that anybody's done here yeah. in Thailand. I, I'm I'm I, man, I you know I listen to a lot of Latin bands in so, yeah. I mean, our salsa band in Bangkok, you know, it's not. As traditional as what Raphael is bringing to the repertoire, you know, and and the thing is, is is even though it's traditional, there's room for like the organic of like people, you know, in in the local community to be able to to fuse and really, you know, um, he said like actually Latin music and Isan music has a very common groove, and you know, having been with Rasmi and playing with Raphael, I. I have to say it is, you know, it does. Right. You know? Occasionally someone will send me a link of someone playing in the rice fields in Isan and I'll think that's, it's, that yeah. could be, yeah. I mean, until I looked at the video, it could be Latin music or right. from somewhere in South America. And, and sure. so, I mean, sometimes Africa as well, someone yeah, sent me a, sure, sure. a Burmese guy playing. Yeah. You know, it's an Afro-Cuban, right? That's yeah. how, how it all started. Yeah. Yeah, man. But... Um, I'm so grateful for for this uh, opportunity to learn. You know, I'm I'm at the age of my my life where I don't, you know, I I thought I I almost learned everything because some some of the th- you know I mean the things that I want to learn anyway because I thought I I come to a point where it's just more about like digging deeper into what I know, you know, mm-hmm. and add on into something like that, but. To, to be able to really appreciate Latin music by playing is just a totally new experience, man. Mm. Very, man, very inspirational. And I, you know, it, it's, it's, well, you have to like the challenge and you have to, to like the music to be able to play it, you know. And yeah, it's been a great experience right now. And I'm, I'm very excited at how, how we are progressing and the, the latest gig is, I think it's the first gig that we felt really at, at the right moment with the, the, the music, you know, because the, at the beginning it's, it's hard. Right. It's, it's, it's such a hard music to, to play, really. It sounds easy, but it's not. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't sound easy to me, but that's... Um, because I can hear like the, all the different parts, how they have to interlock. There's right. a lot of interlo- right. interlocking. Oh my god! On, In, on like more than wow. one level, you know what I mean? Uh, it goes on and 
you have to you have to be really on point with what you have to do, right? Mm-hmm. You you have a job, right? Basically, and but that 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 job or that that musical duty that you have is so essential. I will think like think about it in um, in a lot of music. The uh, you know the rhythm section is handling different components of the rhythm, right? But in right. in um, in Latin music. Uh, you know, when I listen to some of the songs on the gig, every instrument is playing a part of the rhythm, oh a, a different part of the uh, polyrhythm or right, something. Right. right? If you write the the, the notes out, uh, which if you study Latin music um, now, they 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 have like the uh, the tumbao, the uh, the claves, the uh, the congas, and mm. um, the oh, man the the, the montuno of each instrument. Like okay, the montuno usually is the the, the chord instrument doing something and. Man, you can see like the the the, the rhythms, mm-hmm. like just just you know I'm playing rest here, but there's some guys playing here, you know the uh, the tumbao, the bass is you know playing before the one, and I'm playing on the one, and you know it's yeah. like it's so it's so interesting, man. Right, I mean, you, you so you sometimes get that in jazz or jazz funk, like I mean, in Tower yeah, sure, of God, sure. but it's just like not a a basis of of it necessarily. Yeah, whereas yeah, in yeah. yeah, whereas in Latin music, it's kind of more it's, fundamental. Oh wow, it's such a fundamental essential that you you play less is more, mm. you know. <laughs> but if you listen to guy like uh, Eddie uh, Palmieri, right, and man, what a master on on the piano. You know, to be, mm-hmm. to be, bringing like, I think he kind of rev- revolutionized the way you play the uh, the montuno actually, um, from the traditional way, and then you know you go into uh, um, the jazz scene in, in New York and just change the, uh, the the jazz montuno, you know, the Mozambique and all that stuff. Yeah. So in case um, people catch this um, episode. And I'm wondering where they can go and hear Titinos. When are you when are you playing next? Um, we're trying to do a regular uh, week by week uh, at Tapais, actually, exclusively right now. Mm. Um, we do find trying to find more gigs, but we kind of saved like the the bigger gigs for for events where we can, you know, um, you know, get more money and you know more right. reward. Let's just yeah, put yeah. it that way, because. You know, it's the first band that I I really I really emphasize on like getting reward for what we we put into because it's unique, to, right? Oh as, man, as well. one is unique. Yeah, it's a lot of work, and second is a lot of work. I mean, I have never really rehearsed with a a, a project that you you really need to do a weekly rehearsal. I mean, okay, right. like in my my own band, we we rehearse like you know like okay, you, the Kobe time. Because we, we we need to right we we're doing albums and things like that but but when we play this kind of music when other people have other projects you know like side projects they have like a jazz project or they have other gigs and we we try to like collaborate into a collective that can really bring out this music you need to practice do you, you, know? do you remember that. Um uh, Cotillo and his Time Machine album that we were playing in Tabby East. Right, like a while right back. yeah. Like, because I read about, you know, I got it wrong one time we talked about it, but yeah, that band, they were like in New York from all people from all over the place, mainly Puerto Ricans. Mm. And, uh, but they practiced for two months 
So there's a, like a whole group of musicians practice for two months to mm. record that album. Right, and right, then right, the right. band split up, you know. Right, right. And you can hear that album. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot to, it's, lot it's, to put together. You know, I mean, that's, that's the, uh, the heyday of like, you know, making music, man. It's just like a group of guys like get investor to, to pay for like, uh, okay, try to make a record, uh, uh, an album in one month. Yeah. You know, and just like get together in there, and you know, I think that's kind of lost now in in the in the terms of uh, the modern days. But I try to bring that back, at least in my uh, uh, recent album, I, I would do it. You know, right? Yeah. You occasionally get some super groups, but I don't know who who proposes that stuff. Whether it's people in the band or some promoters or whatever. Mm, right. Right. So. Hmm. Uh, so probably last time I don't remember if it was exactly the last time or the time before that, but like we would have talked about you beginning your solo project. Yeah, right? I did. I did. So I how's did. that going? Yeah, but uh, I haven't released it yet. But pretty soon, really soon, I'm gonna release it, and it's mostly recorded. It's mostly done. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in my final phase of of uh, rap wrapping things up, man. Um, you know, I'm talking to a representative, and you know. Whoa, it's okay. I'll cut that. I'll cut that. So uh, neighborhood yeah. sounds leaking in there. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it happens. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, um, you know, I'm talking to representative uh, people that want to be part of the tour. Who's um, you know, I I recently read the book, the uh, All You Need to Know About Music Business. You know, just to to hone things up. You know, like. Um, kind of refine what what the uh, today's that I need to prepare myself for, you know, mm-hmm. the streaming industry, the um, you know, the how I'm gonna deal with like if there's uh, opportunities coming it, that's, in. That's that's a recent book, is it? Is it like a? Oh man, it's it's it's, it's actually a, a very it's the tenth edition now. Okay, but yeah. they've updated it. You mean? Yeah, because it's because it's got to be changing all yeah, the time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, from, from from his first edition to now it's a ten. Yeah, I bought another one without realizing it that was the eighth edition <laughs> so actually but that's like that was like seven years ago so it's now it's 10 everything's changed everything's changed you know but some some's the same I'm, I'm trying to read it and try to compare what's what has changed but actually right. he he would mention it in the 10 edition anyways yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. but man what what a not oh man a good book uh anybody who's interested in the music business you got to get that book I mean, you read the back line of like who, who suggests this book is all the uh, artists that you, you love. Even Tom Waits, you know, talk about this guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> if, not, if, I, if I remember the artist correctly, I think it's uh, Donald um, Seaman, I think. Yeah, something like that. So I'm, you know, not trying to be a professional musician, so I don't have to read that book, but I'm uh, listening to... Uh, you know, like podcasts, music, a lot of music podcasts, like Questlove's podcast. Yeah. Uh, Nora, Jones. Nora Jones yeah. has a new podcast called yeah, uh, Nora Jones Playing Along, which is great. And, you know, yeah, so you get to hear a lot of this music business info. Oh, it's, and the tr- I think I think it's, if you, if even if you're not, all right, I mean, that book is fun to read just to get the idea of what's going on around what you, you enjoyed. Right. You know, that... It's like, man, you like this sausage? There's <laughs> there's so many things going into that sausage, you know. It's just like, but some some people, 
you know, once they know how to make that sausage, you don't, you don't maybe you don't want to eat that sausage again. You know, it's up to you. But for me, I'm the person that like, man, I love the sausage. I want to know what goes in there. You know, I hope nobody put any fucking semen in there. Right, anyway. See, you shouldn't have said sausage. You should have thought of something else. I can't. I live with one. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I, I think for any musicians should never be naive in going to the industry. Mm. And, and you should get reward for what you put in, you know. And I think knowledge is something that you need to, to understand in, in, in any business. Why would you go into a business without knowing anything? Mm. It's, just, it's just risky. Not that it can't be done. It's just risky because now we live in, the, in 2023 where there's so many knowledgeable books of mistakes that people made. Right. Why would you, you know, waste your time to make the same mistake that they did? It doesn't make sense, you know. Now we're in the time where, like, you can refine yourself quicker than any, you know, any before. Right. Yeah, so there's a, it's a kind of, it's a new world where, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I remember you're 10 years younger than me or something, more than mm, 10 years. But, mm. um, yeah, but when I was young and you wanted to find some information, if, if you didn't have that information in a book or a magazine at home, right. you couldn't get it. You can't or, get it. Or if you went to a library, maybe you'd be lucky. Mm. Uh, I think it was yeah. I mean, you know, like the first, yeah, the first e- the first time I ever used like email was maybe 1995, but it was a long time before search engines and that kind of stuff had oh any had any useful information. Yeah, and um, I think we talk about this a lot, but we we kind of emphasize it because I think people tend to forget how. Because we live in a world now where information is so vast, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, but I mean, there's a pros and cons in that. I mean. But without that, like, okay, talking about the music business, you think so? Yeah, people can get a lot of information, but without contact with some actual musicians, True. friends, it's, it's probably going to be hard to to direct to to uh, to walk a path through that information, right? I would right. imagine. Right. Right. Yes, I, I mean the information's there, but you know, uh, it's a bit like uh, it's a bit like people often say, you know, you, okay, you can learn a lot of music on your own. You can you can do really fucking well on your own, right? You can mm-hmm. watch YouTube videos, you mm-hmm. can read books, sure. But at some point, you're going to get some feedback on something. If you if you don't get some feedback from a musician who's been through it, mm-hmm. you might miss a lot, right? Yeah, that's why like some people would say like go to workshops and seminars and. And things and like that, but it you know I think every artist you know or maybe it depends on the person. Um, maybe yeah. people are different. Some yeah. some people probably can learn better on their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, if you, I I think like like Jacob Collier doesn't go to workshop. No, but his his mom is a symphonic violinist. Yeah, true. So, I mean, so he has his, <laughs> he has a whole fucking master class. To, no, and he did go to a conservatory or like yeah. a music. Yeah, you know, so, so he, yeah, true. yeah. So that's that yeah, is kind. It's of not different. like he's not. Self-taught. No, I mean, not. very much self-taught, but not entirely self-taught. Let's just say, you know, I don't think people are self-taught, man. I, I I learned this like a long time ago about like self-taught from you know, uh, Mark. I think his name was a uh, Marco Pia White. He's a chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
he said like nobody's ever self-taught right lock if you a, read books it's not exactly you know. lock a lock a baby in a room and uh, <laughs> and just say invent music yeah that's gonna it's got yeah well well <laughs> don't lock your baby yeah, it's gonna be, yeah it's maybe I, a new genre it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a new genre of genocide yeah, uh, horror, yeah. oh god <laughs> but that kind of st stuck with me you know that right you you're never really self-taught you might not have uh somebody to guide you but you actually if you read yeah, books yeah, right. you're already learning from somebody you mm -hmm. are learning through books you know and okay that if you consider that self-taught yeah okay self-taught but you you can't get through this business on your own even though you want to you can't mm -hmm. it doesn't work that way even though the industry streaming industry publishing industry tries to make you think that you can do that they're gonna find a way to make you submit to 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 you know to uh, have a rude awakenings of that you you need you need people you know you don't need a lot of people but you need the right people you know what's the first chapter in that book talk about yeah. team <laughs> team mm. like how to like you know assemble your team right what who you need to get through this business and nobody if you read other books like that that talk about you know music wise they, they, they don't really talk that as your first thing, right? Mm. Okay, the first thing is about like making music. And like, but you, if you're going to pick up a book about business, it's, man, it's about like how you're going to you know, get everything that you already have to get through to, uh, to the industry, you know? Yeah, right. Um, yeah, well, there's lots of famous cases just in music history of people who, you know, you wonder, you wonder how they achieved what they did, and then you find out, oh, they had a partner that took care of the business end, right. or they had like right. a really good manager, or that, you know, right, or lawyers, right, yeah. And then you had like, there's so many like stories of musicians getting into trouble because the team was the wrong team. Like, how many musicians like? I either went to prison or had to come back out of retirement because their tax, their accountant ran off with all the money. Yeah, right, like, how, right. how many times did that yeah, happen? Oh so my God, man. But, you know, hearing that story and reading books, I mean, it, it kind of like made me understand like, you know, how far like uh, the, the music industry through uh, American uh, point of view has, has come, you know, it's like, wow. Man, and I feel like for for me in Thailand, we we are not there yet in terms of like licensings and copyright infringement, and you know we have a proper music lawyers. You know, mm -hmm. like in Harvard, you have to have like a, a special degree to go in into that kind of field, or real estate agent, real estate lawyers, right? Yeah, and other kind of attorney that you you have. But for music, you know, it's 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 a whole different universe, you know. The law in there is as complex as uh, Wall Street, you know. Well, I had a friend, I mean, this is a long time ago in the UK that studied media law. So media mm. law, I don't know if that's, but you're saying there's like a separate classes for yeah, like yeah, music, for music and film. Because like one is in film, right? right. There's film yeah. for, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in that term too. Yeah. But they, they, they coincide? Is that, is that a right word? I don't know. Coin, uh, overlap, coincide? Yeah, yeah sure. that's a word. Yeah, something like that. They they go together, you know, because I mean, in films, you use scoring, 
right? Film scoring is in the term of <coughs> it's yeah. it's also in the film uh, law and is in the music law of how you like if you're gonna use this uh, music in the film. So how are you gonna negotiate that? You know, what's the percentage of the loyalties and you know all these things, man. Why is it important that we know this stuff? Because for musician, it's about you know getting what you supposed to be getting. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't know, and they don't get what they're supposed to be getting, you know. Right. Yeah, and that's how you get fucked. <laughs> so you don't you don't want to be stupid. You don't want to be stupid, stupid and naive going to you know in these kind of things, you know. Because, um, I mean, I suppose like the. It, Let's just say that you, because uh, not everybody has the same interests or strengths sure. in managing different parts of the sure. But let's just say you really, you, as a musician, you just don't know, you don't want to learn every aspect of the music right. business. That just makes it, I imagine, all the more important that you have a good team. Right. Because then you're going right. to have to rely on the team more yeah. for the if stuff you can't that do you... It because, you know, artist's job is to make art. Right. And that's why you need a team who can take care of something that you're not good at you know I'm, i mean that's why your your personal manager is so important you know i'm lucky to 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 be able to manage my myself in that in that sense and but you're kind of interested in this side of it anyway i, I had to i mean because i got fucked <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know it's like it's like you, you you got traumatized with all these things and you you have to prevent from getting fucked again you know You know, unconsensually, is <laughs> that's a word. <laughs> it, uh, consensual, un- inconsensual, incons- I unconsensual. I think you got it right, but I can't, I can't work it out right now. Well, usually you get the consent. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, uh, what else has been? Uh, what, do you have any? I mean. This just sounds so typical after New Year, but uh, do you have any uh, resolutions for no, yourself? This no, year? no, no. I mean, man, I, I don't. I, 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 stopped making that, man. I think I did it once or twice only. It didn't work out too but well. But you know what I did though? Like before I stopped making New Year uh, resolution, is that that book, "Eat That Frog," you know? Eat that frog. Eat that frog. Is that like a Buddhist thing or something? Buddhist book? No? I don't. It's not a Buddhist book. It's a. Uh, it's about time management and and procrastination you know just uh-huh. like it's it's such a, it's a very best a best selling books one of the best selling books it's it's just small man right. but it's so effective it's about uh writing goals out and you know what you need to achieve each day that will get you to the goal the main goal mm-hmm. so there's this main goal you like write out 10 this is like the beginning of the book you write out 10 10 master go- like goal that you want in life Mm-hmm. And you choose two, you know. I heard something from a psychologist. I don't remember who, who whether it was uh, Gabo Mate or someone else, but um, they're basically talking about procrastination and people failing mm-hmm. to sort of achieve their goals. And they said most people basically the problem a lot of people run into is that they overestimate what they think they should be able to achieve in a day or a very short space mm-hmm. of time, and then get disillusioned when they didn't do it. But mm-hmm. we tend to, because we're not very good at grasping long periods of time, we tend to underestimate what we can do in five years. Mm. That that's a lot of days. There's a lot of days, and so you don't have to do much in any one day right. to get to a five-year goal. 
Right. Whereas if you put a lot of pressure on yourself, I got to do all this today. <laughs> you can easily just like fucking do, do yourself in, right. get, uh, lose inspiration, lose, right. you know. Because to be honest, man, we can't do everything in one day. We can't do everything like, like everything that we, you know, at the same time. I mean, I, I was using the example of a day, but even a, even a week, even a month, mm. there, there's like limits. Yeah. Whereas in ter- in human terms, man, you could, you could change your career, you could change your life in five years without, without making yourself yeah. busy on any particular day. You can change yourself in a year right. or even a month. You know, it's just about like the mindset of the goal that you set. You know, it's good to have like the master goal in your life and you have that, um, you know, a, a, a shorter goal that you want to achieve to get to that master goal. Once you have that master goal in your life, it's kind of like you, you kind of see like what you want. How how you gonna plan each goal, your daily goal, your daily task, you know, and that builds up to that monthly goal. Do do you have a master goal? Is I it do. a secret? You keep it's, it's, secret? It's, not, it's not really a secret, right? Just you know, the thing I'm doing now, you know, like financially. I kind of, I kind of feel it's better not to to be talking about it all the time. I don't allow. No, yeah, right. Cause, cause, yeah, I don't know. Like okay, like I have a daily task, right? Right. So the daily task is about what I need to achieve. That maybe there's a master goal for for this year that I need to get it out. Right. You know, but when COVID happened, you kind of postpone everything. But the daily daily tasks stay the same. So the daily task, my daily task anyway, uh, from from what I do is like, uh, do I you know, I have to exercise, um, do, you know, research for for what I need to do uh, in my career, which mm-hmm. is music, you know, and what, what else? Uh, I practice, you know. So that's that's mostly my, my, my daily tasks that I do every day. I was, I was reading something interesting about practicing uh, from a classical musician. I don't, I was reading it too quickly, so I haven't, like, memorized the names mm. of the, but... Um, and it interested me because generally you tend to think of classical musicians as aiming for a much more perfect rendition of some kind of music than mm. than maybe other, uh, uh, let's say, other than jazz or some other kinds of musicians. But he he, he was um, this guy was saying I, again I don't remember his name that you have to really have a different approach to practice and playing even as a classical musician. Mm. You, you know, in practice, it's okay to pursue. Uh, perfection in some way mm. um, you know to pursue it at least whereas and when you actually go on stage to play you need to be able to let go of that mm. because as you're saying you then if you if you go on stage with the idea of having to achieve perfection you'll tense up and it will block like emotional expression expression right, right. so that's a re- that's it's a really simple but a really clear um, difference you know, in approach there. Yeah, I mean, in I kind of really understand that because I, you know, I, you know, classical players, musicians uh, fascinate me in in their man, their rich ritual practice sessions. Is oh, like the warm up. Oh and my the, god, yeah. man! It's such a wow. It's 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 something that. I don't know how really how to to describe it. You know, each 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 one has their own ritual. That's why I like talking to them so much. It's just, but you know, they they have to be open minded too. Like the top the top players that I, I I talk to, they are so different from from the other levels. 
that right. are not there yet right. and they're trying to be right mm-hmm. and you know there's there's a bunch of groups of of um wannabe you know world class uh, uh players that will, are so close minded you know and they they look down on other style of music and they just you know so inward with this, uh, themselves you know they're just like concentrating on themselves so much that they don't appreciate uh, well but you know like a psychologist would say because i've just been listening to a lot of people talk psychology lately that um if you're looking down on others you're attacking others in other fields of music or whatever the chance is that what you're doing on the inside is attacking yourself right so they're probably because they didn't make it to that high level they're right. probably like inside really right. really hard on themselves Very. and that just kind of reflecting back out attacking. that is so true man if you if, man i i spoke to a lot of open-minded like uh, world-class players you know and you can see the energy of like and generosity and generosity this, kindness, towards the yeah. um yeah the the empathy they have towards uh the the up and coming musicians that would would love to to find a way to help that person to be able to achieve what they want in life you know mm-hmm. to uh, to practice and playing you know and mm-hmm. it's great man it's it's it, it, I, they totally open my mind about how you approach like practice but um, for cl- classical players that I know they 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 have their own different rituals man and it's it's very tedious and it's yeah. it's inspiring i i um but it's not really my my kind of way of practicing you know because they they would pick out like a certain passage and really attack that that passage right you know but because they 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 know the whole piece already right they know they can play the whole piece already this is like talking yeah, about yeah, like yeah, you know after the warms up you know and the uh, the scales and whatnot and well hey know. when we talked to dan albert i mean he's you know he would have said he he probably was trying to do something like that with you know when he was in the early days mm, right right because you know he would like be just uh picking apart these charlie parker solos yeah and just try to try to get it but right. yeah i mean I, yeah but for for me like when when i when I see like classical players, they really attack that man. I mean, they, I, I, I understand why they would do that, but for me, I would rather like try to achieve that technique through through you know differently. I mean, for me, because you know, I'm not a classical player, even though I did study classical um, guitar a little bit. But you know, it's just about me. It's about like getting myself ready to be able to express whatever I can. You know, like I'm speaking English now, but I haven't talked like this in a while and I'm I'm struggling a little bit, right? To I'm stuttering a little bit. But if you practice enough and you use you know use this language enough, you you're not gonna stutter. You're gonna, you know, mm. just so straight about it, you know? And music's like that. That's why I practice, right? That's why you read. That's why you uh write, just to be able to um express whatever you need i realized something uh when i got home the other night after we'd been talking about um you know brian blade and uh, mm-hmm. nora jones talk uh, on the podcast you mm-hmm. know nora jones podcast and uh you know i just kind of <laughs> was um saying that i you know i had to experience some of the things that they were talking about and then i got home and felt you know felt this oh man there you go again three glasses of wine 
and you're already comparing yourself to Brian Blade and uh, Nora <laughs> Jones. It's like, and I, I've, I've, I've noticed like uh, just this uh, recurring theme in my life every, uh, that it always, every time I think I, I got somewhere or uh, mellowed or became a little bit more humble, just a couple of glasses of wine and uh, all it takes, <laughs> all it takes to get my ego back to its, you know, roaring best. <laughs> well, you know, you compare yourself, you push yourself, it's okay, you know. No, no, I, I mean, I didn't mean, I didn't exactly mean to, I just, I just meant it's underst- it was understandable, you know, even by someone with like my level of experience, mm-hmm. what they were talking about. Yeah. Um, but I still had to laugh at myself and half laugh, half feel shame, you know. <laughs> Oh man, that's, that's, I think that's beautiful, man. But this kind of reminds me, you know, like uh, I, I met a good friend uh, a couple of days ago. Um, his name is, uh, T- I think, Tirupat Jantop, and he's a great uh, keyboardist, pianist, man, a prodigy. At, and when he was so young, you know, and uh, I'm so proud of him. And the thing is, man, he's a he's a professor at Mahidon, and he taught one this kid. I think it was they were they were using a period about Keith Jarrett, you know, and you know he, he and I think the kid was kind of like a bit a bit uneasy. He was he was feeling down, like he doesn't feel right. He doesn't he does he doesn't feel like the um, the the connection. You know, he just he, it wasn't right. So he. Um, so uh, his nickname is Duck. He stopped the uh, the session and just like say, "Hey, let's 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 talk. Let's talk for a minute." And he said, "Like, why why are you feeling down? Like, what's going on? You know?" And, you know, he said, "Like, well, you know, I don't understand why I need to do this. Like, you know, I don't. You know, I feel like I I'm I'm ready to to." You know, or something like that, or or he's just devastated. Like he's 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 not there yet. You know, and that has to remind him. Like, if you you we're studying these guys, you know, not to compare ourselves to them, mm-hmm. because we can't. Right. For thirty years, they've been releasing album every year, and we're studying them. You know, we are not in the same level of Keith Jarrett. Right. We're just aspiring to be, you know, and and that's why we're learning how to achieve that in our own goal of life, you know. Yeah, I mean, and also to try to even try and to even try and let's say duplicate what Keith Jarrett did, <laughs> uh, even if it was possible, would be a mistake. I mean, mm, you know, right. because it, it, to, he did something unique himself. So right. if you duplicated him, you haven't done what he did, right? right. Ultimately, right. if you create something unique like Keith Jarrett has done, to do what he has done, you have to do something different. Right on, man. And man, that's... But that's what, you know, that's, that kind of thing inspired me to look at, like, doing COVID, you know. I, it kind of inspired me to look at, uh, you know, artists like Pat Metheny, you know. And... You know, people might feel like I'm arrogant or something that I'm trying to compare myself to Pat, but I'm not. I'm just, I just think like I see Pat or other, like even Bill Fussell releasing an album every year. And I just want to do that too, you know? Right. Why, why can't I? I'm in the, I'm in the, you know, in the era where I can release an album, you know, every month if I want to. 
you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I'm, you know, I want to be able to release an album every year until I can't, you know? It's just, it's, I, I kind of, that, this kind of idea kind of keeps me going in, in my career, man, really. Yeah. And that's interesting because, like, in, I don't know about for like musicians, but like a lot of writers, the approach, like novelists mm. or fiction fiction writers, let's say, I mean, they have this thing about the the practice of writing. So they will like just force themselves to right. write certain number. Right, right. And they so they so they know that a, a lot of what they produce, especially in the beginning, might be trash. But it's just you know you keep working at it, you keep like developing your voice, that kind of thing. Right. And. Yeah, if you, you know, if you produce an album every year, they they won't all be as good as each other. But you're gonna, you're gonna. That's the point. Yeah, I mean, that's the point. Like you're doing the best that you can do at that moment, and you know, like great artists, they they are true to themselves. And when you release something because you you have something to express, you know, it's not about like just. Release, releasing it for the sake of releasing it. They just have things in their head that they want to get out, you know? In actual fact, like, you know, sometimes when you go online and you see reviews of, of different albums mm. from, from famous artists over the years, you know, the, the reviews are like wildly different. Some mm. albums are much more favored. But even those albums that only got two stars on all yeah, music, yeah. there's usually a gem in there somewhere. There's yeah. usually something really interesting. That, yeah. One song maybe that's yeah. like, Totally unique, right? There's a lot. There's a lot of Bob Dylan albums like that where I, <laughs> most of the album I don't like, but there's like something on there that's just, like, yeah. I know. mean, and you know, and other people would find other songs that we don't like uh, inspiring to them, you know. Sure, yeah. That's and, you can't get around for taste. And the 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 important thing is is it's been documented, it's been recorded, you know. It's it's right. It's something that. It's beautiful in 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 how human can document and record things in nowadays and photograph and capturing our ideas, you know, that can stay worthwhile, you know. That's one. I mean, I was thinking about this earlier, just randomly, you know. That that's one thing that's um, special about what a musician can do, because a musician can like spend half his career or a lot of his career, his career, playing live in the moment with an audience and have that like really present. Creating this experience together, where people are experiencing all together, audience and band, right. and that's so um, almost zen-like in the you know in the moment. Mm. And yet the other side of it, like, is if you record, like, have a big recording career as well, you get to leave something behind, mm. not just behind, you know, behind your 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 own years, uh, mm. well, and then later on, that's um, it's the other side of what a musician does. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. It's nice. It's kind of cool to be able to have these two things, yeah. because it's not the same in every art form, right? Mm. A painter doesn't doesn't have that interaction with the audience. Maybe this sometimes it could have. It's like well, some unusual events well, where it happens. There's that like performance art, art yeah, yeah, thing, right. right? Yeah, that that kind of replicate the the art of time and space. But I think every artist tries to do that. Mm. But the thing is, the beautiful things about music is always the art of time and right. sound. You know, it's it's something that it happens and it stays and or it goes. You know, I think that was what was so confusing, like uh, during the pandemic, when that part of it went away. Right, mm. so many musicians like lost heart because it was hard to feel like the world needed. You know what I mean? It seemed like ah, oh, the world exists all of a sudden without uh, live performance and this kind of thing, and. Uh, 
like I remember meeting so many musicians who were like f- down, feeling like giving up. It's it's in- really interesting and cool to see how many. Mm. I n- now I know almost no one who quit during that. Uh, mm. Like ultimately, they'll all come back yeah, to music. Come back, and, yeah. uh, it's just one of those times. But some some didn't, man. I mean, right. I mean, we we're in a scale like in Chiang Mai where we like if you quit playing music or play music, you don't you not really make a living anyway. You know. But for people like in Bangkok or in a, another bigger city, there's a, a high, high impact, you know, because the wages that that comes through that is a it's a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that depends on tour technician that depends on tours when they get their gigs canceled is 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 hard, man. Right. You know, and but here because you know we 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 get paid like chump change compared to what Bangkok's uh, paying events and regular gigs, you know, is. It doesn't have a very high significant if you if you're gonna keep playing or not. Some people just go find a side projects, you know, or side side way to to find cash, you know. Yeah, right. You know, it's it's good and bad in in, in one way because it's 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 kind of sad that that we're still talking about this, you know, after three years of like starting this podcast. You know, remember we we start in. Uh, in the end of uh, 2019, actually, mm-hmm. after Christmas or around that, and now it's like 2023 January, you know, and and you know, we're just getting back, right? The things that we predict in 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 the early t- uh, 2020 is actually coming true. Remember, we we talk about uh, the monopolizing of like um, uh, the the music. Uh, bars and events and promoters and stuff like that is happening. Monopolizing. Monopolizing. By who? By. by I mean, meaning like they're they're starting to, to uh, like okay, like Bangkok investor coming to Chiang Mai. Oh yeah, eighty percent to to ninety percent, all have uh, Bangkok investor as as their big shareholder right. with the local uh, nominees uh, taking care of things. That's just one part of the uh, the nightlife. But now you have like uh, events, you know, like festival, right? Big festival from from uh, big labels from Bangkok organizing things in in Chiang Mai, you know, like Chiang uh, Yai. Or did you go to any of those? Oh no, I mean just no. I mean I, a lot of my friends play there, right? I mean that they, they are in in labels. They they play right. through through those things, you know, and. But but you're seeing it now, yeah. Like that was in, from in two months, right? Right. Each month they have this big festival from yeah. from from the the big uh, promoters from right. from Bangkok, not from Chiang Mai, yeah. and there wasn't really any local musician featuring in any of that. I saw that. Well, the only local musicians there were were musicians who'd already moved to Bangkok right. to do their career there. Right. That's all. Right. Yeah, I saw that. Right. So to be in that label. Right, yeah. but they're not based in Chiang Mai. No, right. There's no Chiang Mai based artists in those major festivals that generate hundreds of. Uh, it's scale, though, isn't? I mean, it's you know, obviously it could be done in Chiang Mai, but it's um, not every country that's as dominated by the capital city as Thailand is. You know, the, mm. it's like mm. Bangkok is just um, more than ten times bigger than the next biggest city. Mm. Is it's a really huge difference. In economic wise, I guess. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that Chiang Mai doesn't have that capacity. I mean, we no, are, no, no, right. We we we're, we're the fourth city 
to uh, have a high highest uh, grossing in in uh, tourism, right? You know, and usually the bars that you know we we go and love are are, are through uh, tourism, you know, and it's just about hitting the right moments, you know, and we we can play a really big part in the international scene. That's what I'm I'm thinking, and there's a lot of people thinking that already. You know, there's in Konkan, they already have like creative space and this thing that are moving up and a very, a very uh, sophisticated uh, venue, man. Right. Very interesting, man. And I think Chiang Mai is just, it's just one one step away from, from having things. But the thing is, are we going to be in charge of the, uh, the creative space or the, uh, the venues that... Uh, will will generate this kind of movement, you know? Right. Or are we going to be, you know, bought by the whole uh, labels investor that that I predict, you know, three years ago, you know? Actually, I predicted it five years ago, and it had already happened in the end of 2022, you know? And But those guys so far, like you said, they're bringing in, they're bringing up... Um, labeled artists from Bangkok based out of Bangkok doing things here but mm. did you see anybody like from Bangkok trying to set up a, a label a studio here no no they're yet. asking about it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're asking about it so because you know people to be honest man there's a lot of like international and in, international artists come and record in in Chiang Mai right there's been some history of that right? yes Um, not as much as in Bangkok. Only the the one with the big uh, fun, right? Right. But a, a lot of indie artists come and record in Chiang Mai. Uh, but a lot of uh, minor labels artists will go record in Bangkok. Actually, and they ha- I mean they have the funds to do it. You know, right? You know, I I think you know. When I read the book about that, all you need to know about business. One thing that has really struck me is like, shit, we are behind. But that just make us, you know, able to learn the mistakes that all these industry has made. If we can, you know, set a system that can really help to. Um, you know, support the uh, the career of the mu- musician really, and set up a system that is is fair. We might be really be the first in the world to really have a proper system that can really generate a community that that support. You know, like a, yeah. financially supporting, artistically yeah. supporting this kind of community support. It's more than a union that that you know, because in America you have like two unions that that uh, represent. The, the the guilds in 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 America. We unions, don't have that in Thailand, right? I mean, unions are um, important in many industries, but it's still oppositional because you're right. still. I mean, obviously, the better thing would be to have the whole right, ownership right. on the side of the artist. Right, right. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. If, if that's possible, it, it's tricky because uh, it could some probably some projects start out like that and eventually mm-hmm. they get take, taken over by the business aspect. Right, right, because yeah, because there's a lot of money going right. in and you know greed is what it is, you know. But right. if we we can establish a, a system that's fair and is executed properly, 
I think we, we might have a chance in creating something very unique. While like Chiang Mai has always been a unique city, you know, and I, I, I feel inspired, man. I'm not, I don't feel like uh, taken back by all the, um, what do you feel like, you know, like you feel, you feel like um, tall, what is that word in English? Fatigued, uh, it's like, tired, like a, a spiritually tired or something. Yeah, it? it means like, like worn out. Yeah, worn like yeah, like burnout, burnout, yeah, burn 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 and you don't like want, yeah. you don't want to. Oh man, oh man, this seems so hard. I don't want to do. I, I feel actually kind of like inspired for this challenge to happen. You know, because there's, I think we we can gather the right team of people. You know, and these kind of things happen for reasons. You know, to to if you get the right team of people, you can actually create great things. You know, mm -hmm. Northgate started with just two people, man. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, and it becomes what it is now. You know, and it's only going to progress in in a way that you know the owner and the energy of that that place will generate. You know, and I think if people understand that we are in the pioneer era of a new era, mm -hmm. because It's already 20 years, man. Northgate is like 16 years. The music uh, uh, scene is is changing, right? Right. The whole era is changing. It's ending of an era. It's a new beginning. Thailand has already gone into a new era, a new uh, royals. Chiang, you know, I mean, Chiang Mai looks really, really different from when Northgate first my opened. My God. Yeah. Think about it. You're here 24 years. Think about it. 20 years ago, man, everything has changed. Yeah, a, a lot has changed, certainly. So I suppose one thing that hasn't changed just a little bit is that, you know... The, the I, wages? Yeah, well, <laughs> I suppose barely. But, um, <laughs> but I, I, like a, I mean, this is just my naivety. I'll, let's just say it's me succumbing to Chiang Mai's uh, charms or nostalgia or something. But I mm. feel like, I feel like um, in Chiang Mai that uh, people don't necessarily get greedy too quickly because, because it's... Uh, There's something about the place which I, I get what you mean, man. It's and it's true, but but that's like that's an opening for people who are greedy and uh, wants sure. to take advantage uh, of people. Sure, sure. And you see that so many times in, in Chiang Mai or any part of the world, you know. But right. in Chiang Mai because it's so such a spiritual city, it's full of kindness. And there's that opening, like people don't judge people, and then somebody just come in with a mass and just like, oh, I have a spiritual mass with an empathy and compassion to fuck you up. <laughs> you know, it's like fuck this shit. And you know, for for a guy like me who who who's seen this kind of things and point this out, you know, people are just scared, man, to 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 think you know, in a bad way towards other people. But it's not about, I'm not judging that person. I'm just warning you that this shit happens because there's a, what, there's a behavior, a statistic behavior of things that people do, that kind of people do, mm -hmm. that doesn't change in the world. They might be smart in hiding it, you know, but the statistic, you know, statistic of the behavior doesn't change. That's why you have psychology and all this book studying about behaviors of a human. And these kind of people stand out, you know? And you gotta be careful, you know? Sure. And even in now today, you know, with all this like, what, cancel culture and shit like that, they are actually using it as a weapon. 
yeah. Two. I mean, okay. There's, I, I just there's realized a, I didn't. I mean, I guess it's still going. But I didn't re- hear that term so much lately. Maybe it's. Um, well, because there's a negative side to it. Why well, you need to cancel everything? Become a judgmental thing. It's become like you become the person you can, you know, rip their rights to speak. Mm-hmm. When has that happened? You know, I thought media, especially internet, is a freedom to speak to whatever. Now suddenly you have like all this, <laughs> like, oh, I forgot that word, like uh, censored, mm-hmm. you know? Everybody needs to be censored and, and not talk what they, what they think, you know? Did, did you uh, try out, you heard of chat, chat GPT, right? Chat. Like chat AI, chat... Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you try it? That? Is, that, is that like a chatbot kind of thing? It is, yeah. It's yeah. run by OpenAI. I mean, I've no, been I che- never tried. I saw, I saw people who use it. I've been checking it out because uh, you know I work in a, for yeah. an internet company. Yeah, yeah. To, so yeah, we've been checking out, I, and I've checked out previous versions. Mm. This one is actually just interesting, and it's actually a decent resource for pe- because it's like imagine you like nowadays. You know, there's so much. Um, gaming of yeah. what appears in search engines right right and this is a like a for lots of kinds of questions you can get really good information back very very quickly mm. uh it's it's quite surprisingly surprisingly uh good but i was just thinking about that they had some problems with like previous versions where they you know they um you could get them to like say abusive stuff or you could get them to be biased mm. the the interesting thing is they build in this if you like, if you ask something about someone famous, like uh, you know, did so and so fuck so and so, it will it will say it will answer the private lives of famous people or any people are not uh, the good subject of uh, <laughs> to gossip, gossip. Right? And it will <laughs> it has it's really interesting sort of things. <laughs> so it's like um, it it you can ask almost anything, you can get pretty good information on almost anything, but it won't get into certain areas. Mm. Mm. Uh, Interesting. We're having fun with it at work. As well. but, hmm. but you can actually get like technical answers to things. Like for example, just to give you an example, um, as a musician, you could say like, give me five uh, exercises or 10 exercises to improve my sense of time. Hmm. Wow. And it will actually give you like five or 10 exercises that you could use for a specific kind of learning. Right. It's very detailed. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's 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 why you build AIs to to help to help us, hopefully, right? hopefully. But you know, there's some crazy people who want to see like how smart it can be. Well, know? I mean, no, there's a, like a terrifying side of it because there's yeah. already AIs being used to, you know, pilot drones. So you know, you can have AI powered killer drones. You you can have like all sorts of horrible stuff. A- well, you have AI powered uh, artificial facial mm. rec- facial recognition. Yeah, and yeah. All of this, all of this sort of stuff to increase state power but yeah the, uh, obviously the you thing is like people are playing with that uses. fucking like face generator shit you know right and i'm i'm scared i, I, I saw people at tab east the other day like doing yeah, version yeah. avatars and, and stuff, i feel yeah. like man i don't think that's that's very very smart because you are giving them the 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 face recognition uh, into uh, an open space where people can actually, you know, get get the uh, the the face recognition for you to go do something bad if they want to, mm. you know, if they want to. I think that's we're probably already past that stage, though, because there's so many like billions of photos of every every single person on Facebook. If someone wants to try, 
but yeah, we we could be we no, we were already in a moment where you could like generate video of uh, yeah, someone not, doing something that we just totally mean, totally not, faked. Not me. What do you mean? I, I don't selfie like every now and then. I know, but your face is still in Facebook. Yeah, but it's have it. Right. <laughs> they don't have the other half of my face. <laughs> <laughs> is, your, is your dick in here? Where are they on the web? Yeah. I can. Uh, GPT. Is LJ uh, naked anywhere on the internet? I don't That's, think so. It's not appropriate <laughs> to invade people's private. Okay, shit. Fair enough. You know, we <laughs> well, you don't want to see that. <laughs> I, Hopefully, uh, someone wants to, but no, not me. <laughs> well, not on a video. I mean, well, I don't know. I'm thinking about going to an OnlyFans kind of kind of side, side projects. OnlyFans. Yeah. OnlyFans. Have you ever heard of OnlyFans? I have, but what is it? I've, what? I don't know what it is. Well, you're really. such a great guy. <laughs> what is it? Oh. Well, it's about it's a it's a adult contents from you know for for, for uh, adult content uh, made by regular people yeah is it? Ah. Or, or 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 porn stars or oh, adult okay. Um, okay, okay. film industry yeah but the thing is it's like it's like a fan base right it's like it's you so people can directly give you money oh, it's like a social social socially integrated yeah. uh, porn yeah. thing yeah mm. so oh no i mean usually it's just like uh the models you know, non-binary, whatever, could, you know, post the content in there and people subscribe right. and they pay them monthly for that or, or annually, whatever, for, for contents in there, you know. And it's, the world has been, man, it's, 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 <laughs> it's fast, man. I, I, I don't know what to say. You know, like a lot of people in Thailand went into a, only fan uh, contents, creating contents during COVID. I yeah, kind of heard about that. Yeah, but they, I mean, they put masks on, something. you know, they put masks yeah, yeah, on so they don't. People were getting arrested like fucking yeah. by the side yeah, of the road or whatever. They, that's why they, in the video, they blur their face because of the uh, Thailand um, laws, right. you know. Now can they can't get arrested. But, you know, it's about, if, if it's about the contents of how you're going to get smart about it. Man, but I have to. I'm, I'm curious, man. That's why I go. I'm not going there for jerking off, you know, for <laughs> so to speak. Let's put that on a record right now, <laughs> you know. Just you, just educational. You just want to ex- see what's going on. Yeah, I mean, what, because what, people what, are making it. money. I'm just trying to, you know, find some change in my life. Find an angle. <laughs> find an angle. You know, you gotta hustle. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as you get older, you gotta, you know, money becoming a, a essential part of life. You gotta find a way to B- make backup plan. Just yeah, backup fans, you know, and, you know. So don't no no judging. It's just you know, sex working. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Keeping crimes out the the <laughs> the roads, <laughs> the streets. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. There's so many things to look forward. I'm I'm. I think we'd be looking f- to have like more uh, what more more guests on on our podcast this year, you know? So, yeah, I think we, 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 we really, I don't know. I, for me, I feel like I still want to do this podcast because it's a great way to meet you and, you know, for, for us to find uh, something to talk about that can hopefully help somebody or document things that we talk about. And when we 
get older and we can come back. Hey, to even if it's just entertaining, like uh, it's amazing. Some sometimes we meet like random people and mm. they just like they just kind of like the sound of our voices to fall asleep to or something. Which which <laughs> I I'm not saying especially about our voices, but. Uh, it's yeah. just I'm someone who falls asleep to a podcast, so I oh, understand, okay. you know, I see. wanting to listen to something kind of chill. Yeah. And, uh, you yeah. know, you don't want to you don't want to listen to uh, a podcast about cryptocurrency, bears, bulls, trading shit before you go into sleep because those guys are shouting and screaming. Oh, really? Well, maybe it has an angle for me. Maybe I'll talk about it in a very ASMR voice. Well, right now the GBP USD is. It's rebounding. It's by, by now. <laughs> sell. Calmly sell. <laughs> Calmly sell. <laughs> you know what? You know, I'm, 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 well, I'm not going to get into that. It's my secret. But I, I, I'm, in, I'm interested in trading. So I've been studying it. And <laughs> it's kind of interesting, man, that you, you have to like train your emotion that it's just money. You know, it's just mm. money. It's just numbers that you can you can accumulate or you know can disintegrate but for humans it's impossible right so apparently like i was listening to someone talk about um okay poker playing ais mm -hmm. and uh so now now the okay you know we had like um machines computers playing chess and then right. they're way stronger than human players then right. go but right. now they now there's like uh, several ai's machine learning systems playing poker and they're better than humans as well mm. and one of the things that they do which is very difficult for human players to do is they'll just randomly bet huge amounts mm -hmm. because in poker basically you want to have like a, as much random variation in betting so that people can't uh, follow your pattern right, pattern of right. thinking but so for a machine because it knows this is the optimum thing to do. Yeah, I'll bet a million. For a human, it's very tricky to do that because mm -hmm. the the more the money goes up, the more the blood pressure. You know, it's, yeah, yeah. Like you say yeah, it, right, you, right. you can talk about it, yeah. but when you're actually there, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if it's mm. if it's your money, that's what I'm training myself right now to 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 really understand. Like, you but know. that's okay. So, like, uh, on on the one side of it, like trading. Is, for a lot of people it's kind of gambling there is a way to do it uh which is much more on the uh, logical side logical yeah like yeah. calculated side yeah calculated side but i mean you sure that's how how i mean how much time do you have to give you have oh, a lot right to be honest i mean that's why I, i'm changing my routines to like you know calculate my time to do those kind of windows that i have to to trade you know yeah, I find it in, inspiring to 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 think of way to like you know if, if I'm good at it, then I'm 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 very fortunate to be good at it because not a lot of people are good at it, you know. And then I I don't feel arrogant about it. I don't feel I need to boast about it. You know, it's just another way to make a living. Mm -hmm. In if you can make a living, it's just another way to hustle. You know, I don't think as a gambling because I I try to trade only if I believe like ninety. Five percent that it's gonna go my way, you know, mm -hmm. because it's you know, and it's not gam. If it's gambling, then that's not that's not the way to go. I think, you know, of course you make mistakes and you learn from it, but you know you read graphs and all these things just to to get to the right point, you know. Yeah, but okay, but yeah. that's for another. 
I don't have time. It's not, yeah, I mean, uh, I can't have them in two minds. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of, it's a part of the world. It's, it's a big part of the financial system, but it's not product. It's not a productive thing in the same way as, um, you know, in the same way as, Music or uh, anything. I mean, any profession. Any um, uh, one it's about of many passion, professions. right? It's about passion. Some people, some people will argue with you, man. Some, some say it's just like they feel like what they're doing is so productive in trading, you know, because it's generate like economics, and economics generates. I like, have I have listened to VC venture capitalists say that they're what they do is very like vital to the economy because they provide liquidity. Mm. Well, yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah, you know, but. You know, everything has a has a debated side to to all things. You know, it's just about like getting way away from my area of expertise. <laughs> I don't know, not that I have any ex area of expertise necessarily, but uh, <laughs> if uh, this is not it, if I have one, this is not it. Well, it's it's kind of interesting that we sometimes we talk about it. You know, because you know, financial because we live in a capital world, you know, capitalism world. It's it's like I said, man. It's like you going to a music industry without you know knowing things you know and these things can fuck you up man because we do live in a capitalism world we're not in a you know even a, co a communist state is capitalist <laughs> in a way you know china trading no, nowadays yeah yeah. <laughs> so, yeah they're all they're all trading so right so we we're, we're part of it no matter what inflation has affect you know everything in our life and it's part of the world that we have to uh you know cope with it you know how do we coexist with you know things that we hate? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, and because these people try to fuck us all the time, and sometimes eventually they get the better of us and they make us a fucker too, you know. And we mm. try to keep each day not trying to fuck anybody. I mean, um, I suppose you could say like with trading though, there's a a. Well, not that there's not in other areas of life, like sport, for example, but in trading, mm. there's winners and there's losers, right? If you're winning, mm. someone's losing money, right? Well, it's depend on the margin. <laughs> you know, it's like, are they really losing? You know, are they really, really winning? Who's winning? Who's losing? You know, it's, it's eventually it's about the money that you put in and money you're taking out is always like it's generating something out of part of life you know it's such a big cycle man that is so vast man who should we uh, who should we get on to interview yeah well why don't you guys at home tell us but I have a couple in mind I, actually I thought of like Paul Page Paul Page oh, yeah, would be yeah, nice yeah, yeah, to yeah, get like him on Peter won't want to be on for some reason huh. he's <laughs> <laughs> he said no very strongly. <laughs> right. We can get uh, Russell. We can get Russell in. And um, yeah, I think we have some pretty good lineup. Did you Russell know? say he would come on? I, yeah, I, yeah, he yeah. would. All right, cool. He would. He would. That would be a very that funny. That would be fun. That would be really fun. Yeah. Paul would talk a lot about bees. I'm interested in about that. And you know what? We should uh, get. We could get some other musicians in too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Russell is a musician. I forgot. <laughs> Just maybe, maybe Raphael would like to come on. Hey, why not? That would be interesting, too. Yeah. Yeah, let's get all these motherfuckers in.
All right, man. We're going to have like a great like list of episodes this year. At least it's going to be more than three episodes. <laughs> That's a safe target. That we is will, a safe target. Um, yeah, I feel comfortable. Uh, I don't feel too much pressure with that target. But you never know. You never know. You never know. No, but I, I, I really want to do it, man. Let's, let's, let's yeah, make let's it. it. Let's make it. Right. At least 12 episodes this year. So that means at least once a month we're going to do this fucking uh, podcast, you know. But mostly thank you so much for, for being, being here with us, you know. I mean, we got through COVID together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, hey, if you ever in town, you know, stop by. Tapeis. Hey, and also, uh, I was suppose we could record the podcast in other places as well. Yeah, why not? If anybody has a, a nice corner of the yeah. world and they think we, they'd like to host us recording the podcast there, let yeah, us know we, about that too. Yeah, let's do that and we'll probably... Let's, let's, try to, let's try to achieve the YouTube thing because that's where the money's at. <laughs> the money. <laughs> in the streaming world anyway. Yeah, right. Right, so let's, let's try. Let's try to get on YouTube. Okay. If you, if you guys at home can help us get to that you know you know suggest us a way to you know keep bothering you <laughs> well if we're going to get on youtube then then location becomes actually quite important very important very important so, indeed uh, yeah. you know what the next location we should do at harvest moon valley that would nice be a very cool location yeah but we're probably going to hear a lot of water chickens water water yeah that's all right what yeah, is what nice. is uh, zen yeah if you like Chill. it wet <laughs> wet <laughs> okay or maybe moist moist <laughs> yeah Is, are, are we wrapping up I it think feels, we might be wrapping up I oh can, man I, I feel like I can you can I keep can, going well, yeah keep uh, going but what, have you, what do you want to say but I don't know we can keep it for next time right did we pretty much cover the catch up episode think so um, right, man. what else has been happening uh, I feel great though oh, I feel oh, great oh. like this is uh, the, the new beginning of uh, the new years of podcasts and life and everything man mm. thank you for for being part of this yeah yeah we like um, yeah we hope to uh, keep you up to date with uh, lots of musical happenings as well like over yeah the, the next events year. coming back yeah, right? right man just okay December just a little more before we go just like last month to, uh, 2022 December there was like I don't know how many fucking festival was around Thailand man mm-hmm. I think it was at least a thousand festival big and small man what a f- like like you know like major artists coming in and play from like September onwards to to December man even Guns N' Roses came yeah yeah, well, in a festival or just at a concert? Well, concerts and festival, yeah, every, yeah, right. like events, you yeah, know, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. was there. No, 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 Jack was, White no, came, Jake Hall was here, yeah, Sickle yeah. came, man, motherfucker. Like, now you know next year, like fucking, well, this year, Harry Styles coming to fucking Thailand, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Motherfuckers. You know, everything is, everything is, 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 is back. All right, it's jumping, it's jumping out there. All right, man. So until next time. Catch you next time. All right. Just uh, don't remember. Uh, please remember to share and, you know, feedback us, scold us, you know, whatever you want to get out of your system. And, you know, you see us, you know, say hey. And until next time, everybody. All right. See ya. See ya.